Let's damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> Didn't even catch the roll. There you go. There you go. Lots of rolls. <laughs> like a sourdough bakery. Lots of rolls. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. You know what time it is? No, I don't know what time it is. What what time is it's it? K or S. It's 1.17 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or Daylight Time. I always get that confused. And uh, right now, we are recording You Know the Drill live. No, it's not live. It's not live. It's just regular. It's just regular You Know the Drill. The live show. We almost did a live show this year, didn't we? Yeah. I yeah, we were going to do a live show. We just have to do it. We were well. We were going to if we could get uh, fifty people to join the um, the Discord, but that that's a done deal. So now that it's closed, now Ruts, make sure make sure you don't include a link to our uh, Discord so that people I can join. I never do. It's never there. Good, good, because we don't want people to find their way in against our wishes. They're right? cramping our style. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really exclusive place. Just uh, don't don't try and dig around because you're not going to find a link to get to this really ultra exclusive Discord. Oh boy, I can't keep it up. I can't do it. <laughs> is this the end of the episode already? People gotta, loved it. They, they saw they saw that our podcast instead of forty minutes was only two minutes. They love it. Yeah, yeah. You got You got a wreck this week. I do actually have a wreck this week. I'm excited for my wreck. All right, why don't you, since it's at the end of the episode, why don't you dish it? No, no, they, they, you know what, they can't have it. They can't have it this week, sorry. All right, well, thanks for tuning in. This has been You Know the Drill, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Ciao. No, no. That's straight up going to be next year's April Fool's. That's all the episode's going to be, is just the outro. <laughs> yeah. Should I? Should I re should I re-intro then? No, no, I'm good. Let's let's just go. All right, all right, we're we're going into it then. All right, we'll we'll cut that. I don't know what you're doing. Anyway, it's not uh, gonna, so it's today, just gonna exist. That's all it is. It's just gonna exist. All right. Fair enough. So today we're talking about now last week or maybe next week, I don't know. It's probably we it's talked probably, about probably well, I'm probably gonna do uh, I'm probably gonna switch things around and do the last the last episode. This week, and then... So, yeah, last week. Okay, so last week... Yeah. yeah Whatever. Right. We Okay, yeah, last week we talked about... Um, something about Streamlabs. I don't know, it's been a, it's been a week. Streamlabs being all controversial and shit. It's been a week, I already forgot about it, you know? A whole seven <laughs> days passed. Now, we're gonna take it back to the year 1992, or 1993. Um, disgusting. I was too. Ew. Uh... God, I was... Wait, you were two in 1992? Oh, okay, 93. I was two in 93. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. I'm a 90s kid, baby. Yeah, yeah, we all are. Um, and uh, I like my year. It's a palindrome. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 pretty good. It's, it was also 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And don't make me stab you in the face. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. All right, so we're going back to 1992 slash 1993 to talk about what a person who is considered the world's, well, the first streamer. I don't know if he's actually called the world's first, but so basically there's 
there was this this kid named JJ Styles who in 1992 JJ Styles <laughs> in 1992 he started um his own public access show uh it was it was only a couple episodes in 92 and it hadn't evolved into what it became yet which is why the article you said said 93 but it was you know uh it's interesting so basically his his mother got involved in public access when he was um you know when he was a kid uh when he was a wee lad yeah i don't know maybe even before he was i, I don't know yeah no i guess i guess yeah when he was young so she got involved in public access because she was trying to find her birth parents and then like i think she just became she started working at the that that studio and so got him involved so at a very young age he was like you know taking classes learning how to you know operate camera equipment he was like directing shows and stuff and so he decided to do his own show in like 92 with another local you know like another person who you know a friend of his who like also had his own show um so the two of them did like this random show where they were like at a cafe interviewing people uh, they did about two episodes of that. And then after that, they did an episode where they were just playing video games. They didn't really know what to do. So that sort of became like his show that he would host on public access. It became vi- called Video Games and More, where he went under the moniker Zot the Avenger. Um, and his original all co-host... Hail, all hail Zot the Avenger. <laughs> so his original co-host was uh, this this guy named Jason for a little Zot bit the, then, Zot the avenger and some guy named jason yeah well the, in the early in the early uh the, the early episodes he was he went by uh jason the the indispensable jason i've been uh, so i've been i've been watching these to sort of uh over the last you know ever since i first read the story i, I became really fascinated and i so i've been watching them and uh Jason eventually got involved in other things or something. And like, basically, he beca- you know, he flew solo. He basically just needed like this other, because he was like, I guess, 12 or, or he was like 12 when he was starting his show. And like, he was like, hey, I'm 12. I need a I need a co-host to help me out. So that's other this other guy who he, you know, he directed his show was like, yeah, like, you know, got got pulled into it. And so um, basically they. uh it, it became this um later on the, the 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 director of the show camera director whatever uh, this guy named mark sort of became his ad hoc co-host because like he would start talking more and he just became like the off-camera co-host basically where he would you know he would offer some you know back and forth and everything yeah he'd be like he'd be the off-camera straight man essentially but, well kind of but it's it's <laughs> it's interesting it's it's a cool like so you can find these on YouTube. You can find them on, uh, um, what is it? Where is it? The, uh, hold on. Uh, archive.org archive. has, you know, the a more full collections on archive.org. But there's also some episodes uploaded to YouTube. Um, if you want to check it out yourself, it's, uh, so it's send really. Send me those links and I'll put them in the, uh, in the show notes. I will. I will. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really cool. So, so, so yeah. So like what happened was he was kind of inspired by like, um, like Wayne's world and stuff like that to make like his own, yeah, to make his own public access show. And so like, I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah, I could, I could totally see you doing this. Uh, so basically he was subscribed to like all these different video game magazines and again, this is the early 90s before the internet was like widespread. 
So, like, he did have access to, um, he had early access to in- the internet, like, back in 92, 93. So he was able to, like, browse message boards and find, like, uncover tips and secrets. Plus, with his magazines, he was very, like, he was on the cutting edge of, like, the latest in video game news and, like, and finding video game hints and tips and all that stuff like that. So he basically kind of did a bit of a variety show, like, mo- like all video game focused, but it became more and more video game focused where he would do, like, playthroughs and show you how to how to beat games. Uh, so he would show you how to um, how to beat games and, like, sometimes he would share video game news, you know, he would take calls and everything like that. And, you know, so this article compares him like you know as an early streamer because again this was like really before anybody was doing that was like doing was like showing you how to beat a game and like taking live callers and like you know you'd have you'd have people you know call making crank calls and stuff like that just like you'd have people chat you know being assholes and things like that so um but yeah so like he would uh you know offer codes and things and and uh it's cool it's it's a cool what i really like about it is it's a it's it's a cool time capsule it's really fun watching something like this and seeing like somebody talking about the ultra 64 before it was officially known as the n64 and like talking about all this news and like you know seeing things back when they were really happening you know uh like i mean hell there was there was an episode where uh Jason mentions that John Candy died, that there was that something that happened that day. So it's, you know, it's weird to see like these things that are, you know, in, in the context, in, in a historical context, seeing them when they were actually taking place, you know, like even they were talking about like, you know, the Nintendo 64 disc drive before that got canceled. And, you know, it's, it, it's cool to see this stuff and to see, you know, see, I mean, listen, we grew up in the nineties, but we were both young. So we don't, but like seeing like all this like cultural stuff about the nineties and and seeing it come to life. Like it's interesting. A lot of the early episodes, they keep saying that a lot. And I'm like, I'm watching like, yeah, I guess that was like really like prominent in like the early nineties where like bad meant cool. And they say a lot. Yeah, I remember that briefly. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's weird because you'll be like, oh, what, like why? Oh, you think this is bad? It's like, oh, that's right. Like now, like. Bad is still kind of has the the connotation of oh this is you know like this is awesome but it's it's yeah, kind of now the way... it just slays everything slays. Well, also, but like if you like, you can kind of say, it, but you kind of it's kind of the way you say it. I think the context, but like they were just saying like oh yeah, this is bad, like just like that. But like they meant it was cool. I don't know from from the article that you sent me, uh, it gave me a it reminded me actually mm-hmm. of back in the day when kids would call in to. Nintendo and they would have the Nintendo like they were like game guides essentially to play through a game so they could help you out if you're stuck at a level or something. Yeah. Wasn't that a thing? Or am I oh, Yeah, yeah, they, no, they did. They had Nintendo hotlines. And in fact, I think I feel like he may have brought that up in the article. Like he was talking about how like, you know, well, he said something about how like he wanted to help people out because, you know, when you're a kid you know, when you were a kid in the 90s, video games were expensive and you didn't really have a way to know if they were worth playing or not. And you didn't really have a way to, you know, I mean, yeah, you could rent them, but it's like, you know, kids didn't have a lot of money. So he was trying to like inform others as much as possible. You know, like that basically was talking about like his de- his target demographic was like other kids and like he was just, you know. Maybe it, kids just need to get a side hustle. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, 
I don't know. I think the whole thing's fascinating. And it's, and it's really interesting to watch again. Yeah, no, pretty much. Um, but, uh, you know, you kind of look at it and you see how far video game culture has come and like how far streaming culture has come. And, you know, and for those of you who are, you know, our age who don't remember the 90s very well, you know, it's a cool time capsule to see what things were like. His co-host Mark is interesting because he's like, Mark was an adult, like, was an adult at the time, but he really, like, he seemed like a kid. Like, he just, like, made a lot of the same jokes and everything. Like, you'd have to see it, but it's just, like, he, it's 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 cool to check out. And I guess another, I, ge- another gem uncovered by the, uh, the Wayback Machine, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. You know, I mean, imagine, you know, imagine this sort of, this sort of show. And, like, I think he even, like, the kid even got an award later on for the show. Uh, like a local award. I was going to say, they give out awards for public access shows? I think so. He got something. And then, like, during his speech, he called out, like, the the mayor or, so, or some, like, commissioner. I don't know. Like, somebody who, like, somebody who was, who was it, responsible for funding. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Check it out. It's a cool little uh, peek into, you know, the early days of video games and, and what streaming would become. Where is he now? Do you, what What's going on now? Is he still streaming? No. So, like, you know, in the article, he talks about, like, he says he doesn't really, um, like, he doesn't watch a lot of, like, he watches some Twitch, but he doesn't keep up a lot. Uh, apparently, he became a, music, a musician and, like, a visual artist, and he's got, like, a, I guess he has a label. He's got, like, a... a, a he has an imprint? Recording, a, a, a recording label. I don't know, but... Um, Interesting. It's cool. You know, it's also cool to, like, have... You know, I mean, we have, like, home videos of our childhoods, but, like, it must be really cool to, like, have this huge catalog of, like, episodes of a show. Like, they did, like, 30-something episodes. I don't know if, I don't think that, or maybe 40, but that doesn't, I don't think that includes some of the other, you know, things before it became video games and more. But, um, you know, like, how, how nostalgic would it be if you were him and just having this whole backlog of, like, stuff that you recorded for television and being, like, like a direct, du- getting to directly see, like, a part of your own personal history. Again, we've got I mean, like I think I think it's it, it it's borders between like fun like I think yeah, I think it'd be interesting but also embarrassing at the same time. <laughs> depending on where you're at in your career kind of deal. I don't know. Yeah. It's all I mean, perspective. I, I mean, hey, listen, if you know, if I had a show when I was like 12, I'd be like I don't know, that would I'd be pretty proud of that. You'd be like I peaked at 12. Here's my show. <laughs> god (laughs) oh man yeah (laughs) oh boy but anyway uh let's why don't we roll into a quick break hey what's going on everybody my name is jeff also known in the internet world as jefferoth inviting you Subscribe to my new podcast, The One Winged Gamescast. Every week, I will take the wealth of knowledge I've picked up over the past few decades as I've played video games and covered the industry, and use it to celebrate gaming's past, discuss gaming's present, and hypothesize about gaming's future. All the news, all the trends, everything you've ever wanted to know with my own unfiltered opinions. My special guests will have a good time, so pull up a seat on the couch and let's chat. It's the One Winged Games cast with me, Jefferoth, on your favorite audio platform of choice. Subscribe now. 
Okay. So, hey, Brendan's down here. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. You know, we're just here hanging out in the ad break with you. Wait, why do you why do you sound like you're about to give the drug talk to your kids? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. It's, that is, you yeah. don't do drugs. Instead, you we're, we're, concer- <laughs> we're concerned. We're concerned with our, our listeners right now. You're we know you're doing drugs, and drugs are bad. <laughs> don't do them. We're, so- we're oh god! Instead of doing drugs, you 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 should just like, rate, and share. <laughs> that should be your addiction. Oh god, uh, this went off the rails. I'm okay with it. That it was, was so. That was so good, though. That is. That should be it. <laughs> all right, all right. Make sure that yeah, needs- we'll, we'll catch. <laughs> we'll be right back with the actual episode. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Zencaster, more like Zen disaster. Am I right? <laughs> Oh my god, I'm cutting <laughs> out your puns. It's so it's they're so bad. God. Yeah, right. I'll actually listen to this one to see if my pun makes it in. No, you won't lie. No, okay, I won't lie. Um Yeah, no, we're back. I'll, I'll, I was gonna say in regards to puns, I started playing a uh a a really dumb game. It's a battle royale about animals. Yeah. And I love it. Except for when you die, they always make an animal pun and I kind of hate it. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Well no, I, so like what's funny is we we were jo- we were I think it was this episode we were joking about how we actually took like a a week long break. I think, I think before so, yeah. before it cut out and then we literally took a week long break. This is actually literally the longest break we've taken in an episode because uh because well, all right, uh certain we had some certain technical difficulties. All right, can I say that at least? Yes, that's fine. <laughs> Zencaster. Anyway. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry. You can cut that. You're giving me more work. Damn it. Yeah. No. So we had some technical difficulties, and we were just like, we both ran out of steam. So we're like, all right, let's just call it and then pick up next week. So yeah, we literally took a week break this time. <laughs> the joke prophesized what really would happen. Oh no. <laughs> we can't be making more jokes like that. <laughs> yeah, I'll still make them. Anyway. So last week. <laughs> But but this episode, we were talking about um, the this this kid who was who has been framed as like the world's first streamer, right? And it's and it's, in, it's an interesting way to frame it because you know when I first read it and everything, I was like you know kind of thinking like oh that's I was trying to make the connection, but it was like it really is like it's true that that what I mean public access was streaming before we had streaming. Yeah, well, public access is more of a just like a platform for anyone, right? And, and that's what, that's what Twitch is, and all these other platforms really is people to create their own public access shows that you can watch for free, and you can you know call in live, except instead of calling in, you're you're in the chat, right? You know, sending messages, and you know, one of the things they talked about in the article too is like how this kid had to deal with a lot of you know. Um, I guess trolls calling in his show and you know like being dickheads <laughs> um and like that's you know people do that in chats too so it's you know it's interesting how that's it's interesting the way things evolve and you know we don't lose that public access you know forum it just kind of takes a different shape and then I don't know I mean another thing I was thinking about too was you know it's like I think 
like public access was more i mean obviously streaming platforms have a much wider reach a much yeah, wider 100 percent. you know 100%. you had public public access was was specifically to it was a state thing maybe even more of a a city thing i don't know yeah was I, was it saying, I think we had i think we had a local channel and then we had a state channel um if I remember correctly, but again, that was a long time ago. We're talking probably at least 20 years. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I mean, public access is a way for people to do like weird stuff on TV. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> I like, honestly, I don't even know. Like, I mean, I feel like there's probably still public access stations, maybe in smaller towns, especially, but, and I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm totally talking out of my ass. Like I always do, but I just, I don't even know. Like, because I mean, cable's really not that big, big anymore. Do you okay, know? Any- so, so that's actually so that's actually an entire uh, another conversation because, um, yeah, like when it comes to the younger people, right, millennials and Gen Zers, I think the it's like eighty percent of us are cable cutters, I believe, right? Yeah. But then, if you think about it, the whole conversation around cable has just evolved, just like public access, right? Oh yeah, we cut we cut the cables because we're like we don't want to pay for, um, you know, we only want to pay for basically what we want to watch, right? Right. But now, oh my we god, we're paying st- for all these different streaming platforms. These streaming, the streaming the platforms thing. are awful. It's like I I keep looking at it like I feel like these these like like um all these different streaming services and I guess you know not not specifically like you know, I, I you know like the to. to you know, sort of to delineate from one and the other. Like, I'm not talking about like you know, Twitch type streaming service. I'm talking about like Netflix yeah. type streaming services. Right. But there was there was a time when you had, um, you know, you had a you you had a, a a few. Like you had Netflix, you had Hulu, um, and what what else did you have? Like, because those are like not network specific. Those are just like dedicated. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was like Netflix, Hulu, and then like Amazon. Amazon yeah. Prime, uh, Prime Video. And it's like, you know, back then it was like, okay, this is, you know, not a bad alternative because it's got all this content. It's got so much stuff. And, like, there was a time where I feel like if there was a movie you wanted to watch, you could find it somewhere online yeah. streaming. And I almost look at it like these streaming services have have come in like Walmart. Like, they've come in and they've basically eviscerated physical media which i mean is still here but let's face it it's not going to be around for much longer and now it's like um i would say i'd argue i think maybe not in the mainstream but you know there's enough people like yourself that love physical media yeah yeah it'll become more of a a commodity than anything yeah no i yeah definitely but like you know like just as you know like there was a time where like you could find dvds cheap at like walmart for five bucks or whatever and i mean you still might be able to but i'm, I'm just i'm just talking in gen in general yeah. like sort of in a general sense and like you had rental stores too and all this stuff like that but then right. like all these streaming services and they all started getting like like network specific like these networks came in and like now every network has its own streaming service and it's like you said like in order to get you know have like a full range you're you're probably paying way more than you would for cable at this point um i mean okay so let me let's do some yeah let's do some rough comparisons actually i'll put yeah i'll put some um you know my my monthly uh payments out here so 
when I had cable, I was paying like 70 or 80 bucks a month. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now I have, I actively pay for like seven platforms roughly. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm probably paying 60 bucks, 50 to 60 bucks a month. Um, I would be paying more, but like, there's a lot of, you know, the, the one thing I do appreciate is there are a lot of companies that are like bundling. They're not necessarily bundling, but they, you know, if you use their other service, right, you get it for free. Like, um, oh yeah, I, I don't, I no longer pay for my Netflix because T-Mobile pays for my Netflix, you know? Um, oh yeah. yeah. As well as, um. They also pay for like my ESPN package, you know. Really? Like huh. Yeah, they, through the um, T-Mobile Tuesdays, they gave they gave out for free stuff for a year. So, hmm. technically, I, miss, they I missed that one. Yeah, that was that was a while ago. But okay. yeah, they, I haven't had to pay for like what is that MLB TV? I haven't had to pay for that mm-hmm. in like four years. You into baseball? Did I know that? Y- yes, yes, <laughs> you should have known it. Oh well. Anyway, to get back to the point. All right. So that and thank you for thank you for doing the 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 data. You know, like the, the doing the data. Thank you for. Uh, I'll do that data all night long. What? Oh, so I didn't know you're into Star Trek Next Generation. Anyway, wow. uh, <laughs> no, um, no. Thank you for doing like the actual. You know, getting real numbers because uh, that grounds me a little bit. All right. So it's not. So you're not necessarily paying more, but and maybe maybe depending because there there may be like cheaper cable deals out there um right. actually you know, i think also, but like also i don't like like i don't pay for hbo max right yeah um, because, because luckily because of you know how streaming services work you know people share obviously so i think that's that's the only platform my dad actually paid for Shh, don't give the secrets away they're listening i'm totally giving the secrets away <laughs> i'm spilling all the tea no but uh all right so it's it's more or less at least comparable is the point I yes guess. yeah I would say so. and and now I feel like, and again, this is just me sort of spitballing here. You know, don't don't quote me on anything I say. But I feel like I feel now, like that's life advice. <laughs> yeah, no, but I feel like now it's not as easy to find like anything you want to watch anymore, like it used to be. Like, there's a lot of original series which is cool and they're good. But like, I guess an example is, um, and this may not be a great example, but this is so this is so typically typical me just rapping, but whatever. Basically, what? Oh no, that was literally me responding because of coffee. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, b- basically, um, the other like I don't know, like a, a couple months ago, I was trying to find Weekend at Bernie's as a you know stream, which is like right. that that should be an easy movie to find. Real you know like eighties goofy comedy that's like you know trash. Yeah, yeah I like it. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> And and I couldn't find any streaming services that had it. The only options were to like buy it for twenty bucks, and that's a digital copy. It's like that's a five dollar movie, and they're trying to charge twenty dollars. It's not available anywhere, and yep. it's like I feel like this is happening more. Like a lot of times, I'll search for. I feel like more often than I should, I'm searching for a movie that shouldn't be hard to find, but it's not available anywhere. And I don't think it'll. I feel like there was a time when. It was easier to find movies. Do, do you, would you agree with that, or am I just kind of yeah, talking so, my ass? Okay. I, I mean, I think a little bit of both, but yeah, um, <laughs> it's all license. It's all licensing bullshit, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, because essentially, what happened was it's like, okay, 
you know, we've got Netflix, we've got Hulu, and we've got Amazon Prime. Well, let's just say, let's say those three, right? Yeah. And then Disney Plus came kicking down the door, right? I think I, I, me personally, when Disney Plus happened, I was like, all right, now they're going too far. I don't know. That was so, just me. <laughs> so yes, yes and no, right? Because I think Disney has enough original, pro- like Disney making their own. Of course, they buy sense. everything. They they exactly. own everything. They, they, that makes sense to me because again, mm-hmm. they have so much in their catalog, right? I think the but, reason why I thought it was too much too is because like they started pulling everything from other other streaming services and they're you know they used to be that stuff used to be like on Netflix or whatever and then all yeah, of a sudden true. all this stuff is gone and it's on theirs and it's like oh we're pulling it away from this service that you already have so to to give to have one of our own that that you now have to pay for and I know I'm oversimplifying it I know that they probably had stuff there that wasn't available elsewhere and they had that. They have original content, what what have you? But they do and, have a lot of original content. Plus, plus, I just and I think we talked about this before. I just find it so amazingly scummy that they charge, and then on top of that, they're like, "Oh, hey, here's thirty bucks to watch this movie early." Remember, remember when they were doing yeah, that? Yeah, we're yeah, oh yeah, that that is an entire other conversation in itself. Which we which we had, I think we already had it once before. I believe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've talked about it. So go, refer um, back to that episode. But yeah, I'm just you know so because of how successful Disney was, like I think they got like 10 million subscribers in the first month. Um, you know, all the other companies are like, wait, we can just make a streaming service and then license all our shit. But yeah so you know that gave rise to hbo max but also like hbo is another one that makes sense right yeah i mean hbo HBO has all their they have all that you know quality content like you go to hbo and you're you you kind of assume that you're getting like a slightly better product than the way you'd find everywhere else i will say i think of all the streaming services lately i've been leaning more on hbo max i think their movie selection is the best i think i think that that's probably in my opinion i think they've got the best movie selection plus they do like and it's honestly not a terrible value because they'll also and i don't know if they're still doing this but they'll premiere new movies that are in theaters and you don't have and unlike disney they're just like oh here come see it on hbo max you already got it stream it that's like kind of a like i don't know and and I, no, and so I, I'm, I was yeah. like, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Um, mm-hmm. it doesn't AMC or doesn't um, HBO have like licensing with um, Time Warner or whatever? Isn't that what? Isn't that why they have oh. like so many good movies on there? I, I think so. I think there's I some know. kind of deal about it. Maybe. Um, but like, if I would have to to rank, right? I would mm-hmm. say HBO. Is the go-to for movies, right? Movies, yeah, and like definitely, definitely quality content, right? Quality like original series, and um, and also I think just to piggyback what you're saying earlier, I think it also makes HBO Max also makes sense because HBO has always been a premium channel. It's always been like right. an add-on, so yeah, it, exactly that would make sense. Yeah. Um, as far as like, now I'm gonna say niche, but I know it's not that niche, but like fanboy content, Disney. Mm-hmm. Right, because like yeah. Disney's been churning out. I would say at least semi in quality, right? Because there's been some good ones, some misses of uh, you know anything involving Marvel, anything involving Star Wars, like all that yeah. kind of stuff has been on, yeah. and most of it has been good, right? I mean, like 
it even got me to watch. I didn't watch The Mandalorian. I watched Loki. I loved Loki. That was fantastic. Hmm. I could see um, that. I could. I could see you being into Loki. And I, more ways than one. But um, <laughs> and you couldn't like quality wise. Like I couldn't expect that to be on like. It could have maybe a Netflix original, but I don't think it, they would have put as much care into it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Um, and then like Netflix, I'd put in third only because. They do. They still have the widest net, right? As far as catalogs are concerned, and yeah. I do generally enjoy watching their like their whole range of Netflix originals, right? Like, yeah, Netflix is a lot of them well are rounded. bad. Yeah, a lot of them are bad. But then, like, you get a lot of gems out of the like um, Russian yeah. Doll. Russian Doll is a fantastic series. Yeah, um, like Netflix has really good original content, but it also has like a, a solid movie catalog and a solid like TV show catalog. I think Netflix, I think, is the closest to cable you're going to get, is what I think. Yeah, yeah, probably your best. That's that's the that's the one. If you're going to go for one, that's the yeah. one to do. But also, I think I think like Netflix for me, in, in my mind, I think if you're going to write or create something, right for streaming services right so let's exclude yeah. youtube and get all that shit out of there um you're most likely going to end up on netflix because you, you if you have if you make anything of quality right mm-hmm. they'll probably buy it from you and rebrand it as an original and then put their touch on it <laughs> <laughs> you mean that um, that uh that little that little logo in the bottom right corner of the touch <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh no but net netflix is pretty solid um now what i and I think, as in terms of TV show, and maybe this is the obvious, but I think Hulu's the one for like TV sh- series, like not not necessarily even like original, but I think just like its catalog of you know, like if you want to go watch a TV show or just like regular TV programming, I think Hulu's probably gonna be your, your the 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 go to for the most part. I would say yes, but. I think honestly, because Hulu's been bundled with uh, Disney Plus for a hot minute now. Yeah. Um, well, and also they have. A, I think they have like a, they have a lot of bundles, like Cinemax. I think is one of them. And right. Yeah. So, right. I, but what I what I would say honestly, I think that has been re- replaced by YouTube TV. Oh really? I think so. I haven't really YouTube TV. I haven't like I keep getting like every time I log on to. Hop on YouTube. It says try YouTube for two weeks, and it doesn't give me an option to say stop asking me. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I haven't heard like I know YouTube TV is a thing, but it doesn't seem like it's gained much traction from what I could see. But uh, you know, I don't know. I, there, I mean, I, I'm gonna I'll say there's a lot of people I know that actually use YouTube TV because it's based. It is basically like a Comcast Xfinity cable box, just you know, powered by YouTube. Hmm. And I've used it like. If there's like Super Bowl, right? When I want to watch the Super Bowl, yeah. Um, first, I'll go to Twitch and see if anyone is live streaming it. Because then, if I don't have to pay for it, I won't pay for it. But um, I will go. I'm to, sure. Then I will go and sign up for YouTube YouTube TV, and I'll watch it on there. People and probably really get, get seriously dinged for streaming the Super Bowl, right? One hundred percent. So yeah. it's basically it's almost like, a game. It's almost a game of how long can you stream the Super Bowl until you get you know completely banned. It's kind of great. So do people like do people do that to like commit basically channel suicide? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Well, or you know, just that that like random boost in subscribers 
for them like oh you've got the balls to do this kind of thing hmm. but then they can't like the channel's over at that point they can't get it back can they or does it eventually come back well, i mean it could be a first strike it could be a temporary event. you know there's a lot of ways twitch will it will uh, harm you so <laughs> um who knows and uh, like and also like sometimes people aren't showing like the super bowl broadcast right They're, it's them commentating on you know um watching like ESPN's play-by-play, you know, something yeah. like that. Um, I typically try and find the actual, you know, thing because my opinion, I don't, I realistically don't watch enough TV, like actively watch TV, right? Yeah. Um, to warrant like an, a Hulu or a YouTube TV. I would, if YouTube is listening, I would like them to combine it <laughs> with YouTube Premium. I'd like, that'd be nice. Oh, that but, would be awesome because I have YouTube Premium. So, so do I. Yeah, because hell, YouTube... I, bought, I pay monthly for it just so I can have the off uh, the screen off playback. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, I don't feel like premium has a lot of uh, things. So you know, really offers a lot. So you're right. Like if they would bundle the two together, maybe just like up the price a little bit, it might make more sense. Yeah, or don't will, or okay. don't up the price because that would be cool. But <laughs> well, when YouTube Premium was a thing, um, and I. In its inception, right? You mean it like was YouTube supposed Red? to be the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it was designed to, be, you know, be their originals, uh, their service for originals, right? But then essentially, they've like, I guess for the most part, they've um, open, they've knocked down the paywall for most YouTube originals. So. Hmm. There are still some that you have to pay for, right? Or yeah. you know, have a pri- a premium subscription. I mean, do well, do they still have YouTube originals at this point? Yeah. Are yeah, you just saying? Yeah, yeah. Are you just saying the ones that exist already? They're not making new ones. No. Are they? N- yeah, they are. Um, really? Markiplier's uh, new new show, um, Mark Markiplier in Space or whatever it's called, is um, a YouTube original. Hmm. Yeah, YouTube originals. You know, it basically. Well, I mean, they'll they'll give you like 100K and they'll be like, here you go, slap my logo on it. (laughs) Okay. All right. No, yeah. Um, It's one of those situations. Yeah. Well, but circle back to the topic at hand because we've kind of. I know we did the whole episode. Well, okay. I do. Before we do, and and I have a few more things to add to that original topic. This has become just like streaming in general, I guess. Streaming. All right. Third time's the charm. This is. This is. (laughs) Roll into it. Keep going. I know this is it. We're, we're running against time here because Zen, Zencaster keeps on. No, or, shut up. Keep going. <laughs> I don't want to hear your complaints. Keep going. All right. Okay. So before we get back to into the, the original topic we were discussing, I want to ask you, which platform do you think is the best for original content? Ooh. Okay. 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 So, I mean, technically, if you want to be, if you want me to be like broad stroke it, I would say Always Netflix. broad stroking. <laughs> Always broad stroking. Currently, the most interesting one to watch, though, is YouTube. Okay. Mainly because I think now um, we're, we're the, the limit of how much quality you can put into a YouTube video has been expanded upon because of Mr. Beast's Squid Game video. I think. Huh. Just, Wait, is yeah, that? Yeah. Is... If, if you've never seen it, go watch it and tell me what you think. I mean, I, I've never watched any Mr. Beast. I haven't watched any Squid Game. I have no idea what's going on with any of that. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll, we'll talk about it after the stream. Okay. All right. Cool. It can be. It can be. Okay. So, yeah. So, so 
to return. So basically, this this kind of definitely sidetracked into streaming in general. But uh, you know, it's it's. But if it's, you, uh, so again, you can argue that like that's where well, streaming and content creation, you know, has as that's where public access has grown into. You know, that's its current form. The evolution of media. I mean, you look at what we what we had back in the day was cable and public access. Now we have streaming platforms. We have, mm-hmm. um, you know, we have the the um, network streaming platforms and then the user created streaming platforms. And then on the user created streaming platforms too, it's like, I think when when you have a you know when you have a channel like in the grand scheme of things, not I think it's it's more realistic to get to become huge as a streamer today than it would have been to become huge from public access. Because I don't, I don't think that happened very often, if at all. And I do think, I think I do have one example of um, a public access show that gained national, you know, attention. And you may have some too, but I'm maybe I'm pretty sure don't again don't quote me on this i'm pretty sure that mystery science theater 3000 started as a public access show i think it did too actually yeah and hey that's now on netflix that's now a netflix original i mean if you want to go even more like you know not even niche but more well-known bob ross oh yeah yeah and have public access and you can find every video on youtube there isn't even a uh I think it's his foundation runs a dedicated Twitch stream exactly uh, 24-7 that replays his episodes. We're coming full circle here. Exactly. Yeah, so I mean, um, here, I just want to, hold on one second. I, I do, I, I want to, I just want to look it up and see if I'm right about Mystery Science Theater 3000 because I'm pretty sure that it started as a, uh, yeah, oh, okay. Um, the show premiered on K, KTMA TV now WUCW, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, on November 24th, 1988. It was later broadcast on the Comedy Central channel as yada, 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 yada. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, so originally KMT is a CW affiliate station. I'm assuming that is local access. Sounds like local access. Is it? Is it not? I think, I mean, I would think so. Well, okay, uh, UHF. That's usually... That sounds suspicious. Hodgson approached Jim Malone at the time. Oh, Jim Malone at the time, the production manager at KTMA, a low-budget local television station with his idea of a show based on riffing on movies using robots that were created out of common objects. Malone agreed to help produce a pilot and Hodgson hired a local area, hired on local area comedians, yada, 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 yada. So yeah, so KTMA is a low-budget local television station. So there you go, public that, access. You got your w- answer. Congratulations. Ah, thank you, thank you. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so I just, so yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So what what I'm appreciating now, and I it's actually going to lead into the rec for this week. I think mm-hmm. is you know again since public access is pretty much dead and gone nowadays. I mean, I'm pretty sure you could look and find some, but like at least to the scale it was in, say, the 80s oh, yeah. and early 90s. A that lot be, of people are... Yeah. Well, that would be interesting. Maybe even a follow-up to, like, do maybe as a follow-up episode in the future, we could do, like, a deep dive and find out, you know, what public access channels are still, you know, stations are still active. And, and you know, see, maybe maybe they've also 
you know, start doing live streams on YouTube and stuff like that, or, or, you know, yeah, Twitch. Maybe, I, I think let us, let us know if you're interested in that idea. I think that's a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, then we no, could also Sam came up with a good idea. Oh no. Sometimes. Well, we could also <laughs> find out like, like what are they, are they still doing, you know, the weird stuff that you would see in early nineties, local access television, you know, like, like what, cause it, cause local access back then had a weird, like it had a very distinct sort of, you know, feel to it. If you know, like a, a distinct kind of weirdness and strangeness, if that makes sense. Right. So, yeah, no, I get that. I get that. All right. Potential future episode. We'll see. Uh, okay. So this is the direction I like um, where the, con- not necessarily they take the concept of public access, right. And flip it on its head. So mm-hmm. if you haven't been paying attention to the, more suspicious sides um, and, and deep, deep encampments of YouTube. Uh, we're seeing a resurgence, especially over the last like three years of analog horror, right? Like mm. I want to do a full episode on this. This is how invested I am into this. Oh but, yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the one that caught, that caught my brain recently. And I think it most relates to this. So this will be the wreck for the, this week. Is if you haven't heard of the st- the channel local fifty eight, go. I don't want to explain. I don't want to deep dive much into it because I just think it's definitely something you should go into with fresh eyes. I, I'll say that. Um, th- basically, they use the the format of like a public access TV show slash broadcast to tell a wider story involving. Possibly involving a uh, alien race on the moon that controls us with the moon, but just <laughs> there's obviously theories that go to that. Uh, but it's definitely a interesting series, nonetheless, to go out and check. Um, especially if you are into like the whole, you know, creepy pasta stuff on the internet. I used to be, but you know, I've been kind of pushed pushed out of that one, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They uh the classics there's one of the classic creepypastas is called uh Candle Cove, which involves like a public access channel. And um yeah, let me just go through this real quick. Uh it was created by a cartoonist, and essentially the story goes that there was a series of children who were obsessed with the show called Candle Cove, and they all these people rem- remember it vividly. Mm-hmm. And as it turns out, they were it was literally them staring at static in a in, on a television set. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's all much more to it that, but that's like one of the classic creepypastas. So the person who created Candle Cove is the person behind Local 58. So um, I, de- I definitely like recommend deep diving into this because there's a lot, we're seeing a lot of um, analog, analog horror uh, resurging, especially now, you know, because in the last year and a half, two years, you know, what has people had to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's like just be prepared for weirdness because I think it correctly embodies the amount of weirdness that you'll get from a a public like a deep public access show. Hmm. What? How did the how did the name Creepy Pasta come about? Do you know that? Uh, you know, I could tell you maybe. I <laughs> uh, will save it for next week's episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh. 
All right. Well, oh, you usually wrap. Uh, uh, no, feel free to wrap it up. Let's you know, you can make it make it different. Feel free to do it. Okay. Well, that's that's uh, that's our our this. Boy, I'm not good at this. You wrap it up. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm good at okay. showing you're good at wrapping it up. <laughs> okay. Well, to answer to answer your question, I, I oh, already good. found the answer. Good. Um, it's essential. It's just a portmanteau of the words creepy and copypasta. Uh, That's then all how, it is. What did, oh, is copypasta because of copy and paste? Yep. Okay. Yeah, essentially the term was coined in 2007. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, it's basically uh, copy pasta is anything that um, is viral, copied and paste text. That's all this. And then if, hmm. if, you, if it's evil, it becomes creepy. Oh. Well, the more you know. Now I know more. And so do you. And you know where you, can, you can you know where you can learn more? In our Discord server. We're always uh, sharing information there. But you know what? You want to know what? You can't you can't join anymore. I was gonna say, I was like, wait, you're 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 saying that the doors are open? <laughs> no, no, they're still shut. They're still shut. They're closed. Nice. Unless unless we get 50, 50 uh, listeners who email expressing at, begging to join, then we'll let you in. <laughs> you can reach us at yktdpodcast at gmail.com. We'll let in the first fifty, and then you get a the privilege of being part of the community. <laughs> I'm into it. Let's go. I was about to make some lavish promise of uh, you get like you know a hat or something, but no, you wouldn't. So not gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So, but who knows? Maybe in the future you will. Yeah, maybe. Maybe if we you know help us grow, and then maybe no, we can have just, some. Just be more vague. We don't need to have promises. Just be more vague. Oh, yeah, yeah. Vague, 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 vague. There you go. All right. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. We've, uh, it's a convoluted mess, but I'm glad we're done with it. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good discussion. It goes, it goes a lot of different places, but ultimately it wraps up nicely. Yeah, there you go. I like it. Uh, make yeah. sure you like, rate, share. You know how it is. You know the drill. And stay um, away from the Discord. Stay away from the Discord. <laughs> the <laughs> links are not in the show notes. You won't be able to find them. Yeah, if they're there, it's totally an accident, so disregard. Don't you dare click. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right. We're out of here. I'll, we'll catch you next week. Ciao, y'all. <laughs> the episode that was three weeks in the making. Oh, my God. <laughs>